Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Gill, and I want to welcome you to this special MPC podcast. Today, you're going to hear an encouraging message from Bishop M.L. Walls on the attributes of God. We are so thankful for the Word of God and the power of God that is with us in this season. Over the next few minutes, sit down, listen, and soak in God's Word. Now let's join Bishop Walls in his message. I want to share with you a study today taken from the 139th Psalm. I'm going to be talking about the three attributes of God. Omniscience, omnipresence, omnipotence. Reading from Psalm 139, let me read the first 12 verses. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but, lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Verses 1 through 12. These verses, to me, emphasizes the omnipresence, or the omniscience, excuse me, the omniscience of God. He is omniscient. The word means having infinite awareness, infinite understanding, possessing complete knowledge. That's my God. There is nothing that our God does not know. He not only knows everything there is to know about today, He knows about tomorrow, what tomorrow is going to bring into our lives. He knows the end from the beginning. I've heard it said in times past, there's one thing that God cannot do, and there's one thing that God does not know. He cannot lie, and he does not know another God. Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 10 states, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times of the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. This to me emphasizes God's foreknowledge. He is certainly omniscient. Now the Bible, the word of God speaks to us of things which are yet to come. The things that have been prophetically declared through the prophets of God by the foreknowledge of God. 
For instance, when Daniel was called upon to reveal the dream and to interpret the dream of the king Nebuchadnezzar, we read in Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 through 22, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his, and he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. God's omniscience. Paul, in the book of Romans 11 and verse 33, declared, Or the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. God, God is the I am. Now, we speak in terms of I have forgotten, I once knew, I will find out. Well, that's not the language of God. God knows. When God walked this earth in the person of Jesus Christ, he never stuttered. He never searched for the right word like I do. He never retracted anything. And he was never, ever heard saying, yesterday I said such and such. But I meant to say this. No, that's not my God. It was said of Jesus in the book of John 2, verses 24, 25. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. Now, the storm which the world is experiencing now, this coronavirus, or COVID-19, if you will, that storm, this storm that we are traveling through, was not a surprise to God. And neither will God be surprised by what this storm will bring to humanity all around the world. To the child of God, you and I who have experienced the new birth of water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and being filled with God's Holy Spirit, well, we were told long ago that if God be for us, who can be against us? Those are the words of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans. We have a security that the world doesn't know and the world doesn't have. Let us hold on to his promises because, you see, God knows. He knows what we're going through. He knows this storm. And he will take us through the storm that we are experiencing, the omniscience of God. And then there is the omnipresence that the psalmist speaks of as well. Notice, if you will, verses 13 through 16, which to me emphasizes to us the omnipresence of our God. The psalmist wrote, for thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret. And curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect, 
and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Omnipresence. Omnipresence. That is, God is present in all places at all times. There is no place nor any time in which my God is not present. I read that this word omnipresent was first uh, used in the year 1595. Well, that might have been the case. It might have been the first time that mortals, we mortals, heard the word or used the word. But I can read places in the word of God such as Psalm 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Or what about reading Hebrews 13, verse 5? Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. And the words of the wise man of long ago, Proverbs 15, verse 3, Solomon wrote, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good, the evil, and the good. Now, the fact of his omnipresence also informs us that there is never a night so dark there are valleys so low, but what the Lord is not there with his child. Paul and Silas is a good example of that. They were thrown into uh, the prison in the Phyllis uh, because of what they were preaching in Philippi. Thrown into a dungeon, and at midnight, they began to sing praises to God with their feet in stocks and their backs aching and burning, stinging from the whipping they had received. And yet the presence of God was with them. There's no dark place but what God is not present. There is no dungeon but what God is present. Now, we, we cannot hide from him because of his omnipresence. Neither can problems or troubles take us to any place where his presence is, well, won't be with us. Now, most of us that we are gathered, when we gather together, we are limited as to how many can gather. We're forbidden by the law or told by law as to how many we can gather together. And so I remember the Bible tells us about two or three if they're gathered. Well, I want to emphasize that we are going through this present condition. We're going through this present condition. There's a familiar statement I remember hearing, well, I've heard it many times, but heard it many years ago, first of all, and that was, this too shall pass. That's an interesting statement. This too shall pass. Well, it's an interesting statement and a good one. Well, but there's no scripture that makes such a statement. But we know that there will be an end to this storm that we're presently enduring. As a child of God, we have, the again, the wonderful promise that the Lord gave us in the book of Hebrews 13 and 5, 
to refer to it one more time. Be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God's presence is with us. His children are not forsaken. He is with us through the storms, through the nights, through the struggles, the trials. He is with us. And then last but not least is the attribute of omnipotence. Omnipotence. We read Psalm uh, verses 17 and 18 here in the 139th Psalm to emphasize to us that our God is omnipotent. The psalmist wrote, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. God, our God, is omnipotent. Webster tells us the word means unlimited power, authority. And that is, my God, he has all power. There is nothing that he cannot do by the power of his might. Now, the word omnipotent, as you're aware, no doubt, is not found in our Bible. But there is a word which is found that's telling us the same thing. And that is the word almighty. Mr. Webster tells us about this word having absolute power over all. Well, that sounds like almighty to me. The Lord spake to uh, Abraham in Genesis 17 in verse 1, and he informed him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. This is from the Hebrew term El Shaddai. The expression is repeated in the book of Revelation 1 in verse 8. Jesus speaking to John the apostle on the Isle of Patmos. And he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Now, while it may be, may be difficult for us to imagine a power that knows no limits because we are bound to limited powers and abilities, and yet our God knows no limitations to his power and to his might. Jesus, he profoundly stated in the book of Matthew 19, verse 26, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Now, my fellow pilgrim, brothers and sisters in Christ, with God, it is possible for a furnace of fire to not burn or even singe the hairs of some of his children as they walk through it. With God, it is possible to roll a sea back out of the way so his children can go through on dry land. With God, it's possible to save the blackest center, the one that's been in sin, walking in sin, rumbling in sin, wallowing in sin, and make him righteous. 
With God, he can speak and say, let there be light. And there is. Well, such a condition is beyond our finite minds to grasp. Nothing that man does or able to do is unlimited. Everything within man's abilities are limited. Well, but our God, he can move mountains out of our way. Our God can open doors that we cannot open. Our God can supply needs that we cannot supply. Our God can still roll back the dark waters of despair so that we can walk through. There is nothing, nothing that our God cannot do. The psalmist went on in this psalm. Surely that will slay the wicked, O God. <clears throat> Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I, hate, I count them mine enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So in closing, let me emphasize, regardless of the enemy that we as a child of God are challenged with, greater is he that is within us than he is in this world. God knows God knows what you are going through right now. God knows the feelings that you are having right now. Let me encourage you. Let me challenge you. Look to the word of God and find solace, find strength, summon a power to walk on regardless. God is walking with you through your situation right now. God is, he is more than able to deliver you, all of us, from all of these conditions and bring us out victorious. This too shall pass. Again, it's not a Bible, not a scripture, but it certainly sounds good, especially in times like this. And if God be for us, and he is, if you have been water baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, if you have received God's Holy Spirit in your heart and life, God is with you and you are with him. Thank God for his promises. Thank God for his word. Let us hold on to the promises of God. Victory is on its way. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. What a tremendous message from Bishop Walls, such an encouraging reminder of the power and glory of God in this season of crisis, questions, and concern. We want you to get connected with us at MPC. You can check us out on our website. Also, we are on Facebook, and you can follow us on our live stream on YouTube. We will supply the links in the show notes below so please get connected with us. We want to help you in whatever way we can. May the Lord bless you, 
keep looking up and remember God is still in control.